Hi everyone, thanks for listening to episode 29 of the Hearsay Podcast. Today's guest is my friend Mike Stroud from Ratatat and his new band Kunsight. I recorded this interview about a month ago. It took us such a long time to align our schedules because of the vast time difference and life. So when we finally had our phone chat, he was renovating his place. Uh, so his side of the chat is recorded into his laptop mic. But it came out pretty good, I think. Um, I've known Mike a long time. We've done loads of touring together over the years and it was so fun to chat and catch up. I hope you enjoy the chat as much as I did. And if you ever get a chance to see him play guitar, it's pretty great. Highly recommend going to see him live, whichever project he tours next. Uh, Mike's strange show story was illustrated by Paul Curtis. If you've listened to some of these episodes before, you have probably heard him mentioned several times as he has helped so many bands. Um, he's Regurgitator's manager, he runs Valve Records, he tours bands. He's just one of those people in Australian music scene who absolutely has his heart in the right place. Uh, he's just a gem and also a fantastic illustrator. Um, he's done a gazillion band posters over the years. Um, so yeah, we talk about him a little bit in this podcast because he, of course, tours Radata in Australia and he's also helped with Kunsight's release um, over here. Remember, you can see all illustrations for the podcast on Instagram at Hearsay Podcast. I hope you enjoy the chat and the pick. Here we go. Hearsay Podcast number 29, Mike Stroud. Hey, I'm so excited that we finally made this happen, Mike. Me too. It's been such a build-up. I know. It's been like a month. Months, actually. Months. Yeah, because yeah. I remember texting you going, it would be really cool if we could do it before your album comes out. And then you were like, it comes out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe we like weren't good at announcing when it was actually coming out. Probably. Well, I think that it's so hard to know what to do these days. I think it's like it's such a different world of um, of knowing how to release something. It's like a minefield. I, I just I don't I don't get it. I feel like it changes every week. Also. <laughs> yeah. And it just makes you feel like you're a hundred and you like out of the loop of, of what's cool and, and how to do stuff. Oh, my God. It was hilarious. Just. Basically had to learn, which is probably the simplest thing in the world, but to learn how to use like Instagram and Facebook because <laughs> yeah. I was never really on those. But and we every like post we made, everything would like go wrong. <laughs> like what kind of stuff? Oh, just like we, I don't even know. It's like we forgot to make it a public post or just all oh, these yeah. stupid little things. <laughs> Yeah, and you, re you really do feel like you're 100 when yeah. you have to deal with that stuff. Totally. I already <laughs> forget how to do all of it. So you um, you didn't obviously have to do very much of that stuff in Radatat because you had like a big label and stuff behind you. Yeah. You had like a team. And, and like Evan was definitely more involved with that kind of stuff than I was, yeah. Yeah, sure. So and so now you've got this new band, which I love pronouncing in a German way, Kunzeit. <laughs> that's perfect and it's just the two of you and you've just put out a new album which is awesome i've been listening to it loads at home oh thanks um and it, it was just put out in australia through our friend paul curtis through yeah record right so exciting how did this project come about because you've been working with evan and ratatat for you know for so long just the two of you yeah totally um like justin is well, I guess his name in this band, whatever, is Augustine. Uh, I've known him for like almost 20 years. We right. we met, yeah, the, my first tour I ever went on, I was like a hired guitar player. That's right, because you used to play for, um, was it Dashboard Confessional or something? That was, yeah, that was like my first touring job. Wow. 
yeah, and he was in another band called The Anniversary that was on the same label and everything. So that's like where we met. We like we kind of became friends instantly, that kind of thing. That was like before I even started working with Evan, I think. And then we like hooked back up with him two thousand eight or something and recorded a me and Evan recorded a few songs of him, like a little collaboration. And then I didn't see him again for like ten years or something. <laughs> And we hooked up when um, last time Evan and I played Coachella. I think it was like 2015, maybe. Yeah. And um, just Augustine was there. And I like played him a bunch of tracks. And he was super psyched to try, you know, he wanted to sing on a bunch of them. So I just, it started super casually. I just started sending him sort of beats and stuff. And, and that, slowly just became the band that's awesome yeah because he lives in most of the year he lives in hawaii and i'm in (laughs) yeah i'm in new york so we just far away so couldn't really be that much further (laughs) but it's an awesome place to get to visit like a few times a year i bet i've never been to hawaii it's pretty amazing is he living like the the life that you imagine when you think of hawaii like does he live near the ocean and yeah, he lives like a mile away from the most perfect beach I've ever been to. Oh, beautiful. So genius. Yeah, just eating super genius fresh fruit every day. And like, it's so tropical and amazing there. That's lovely. And does he have a studio there? Yeah, I mean, we both have sort of, it's just like bedroom studios. Yeah. You know? Just kind of fill it with gear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same same as mine. <laughs> yeah. I I like that better. I feel I don't like being in a real studio. Really? Why not? Do you get overwhelmed? I just it feels like boring or something. It feels like <laughs> it feels like sterile or something. I, and there's too much pressure. Yeah, I feel the pressure. I don't like, definitely. I don't like all that pressure. I like to just relax no. and like do it at my own pace. Drink a coconut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, can I go back to like? So, I kind of wanted to know when you started playing guitar and stuff because you've always been such a fucking amazing um, guitarist to watch. I remember like the first times I saw Ratatat. It like it's such a um, it's such an amazing performance, and yeah. you like you. <laughs> you really Thanks. I remember just going like whoa how's he gonna it's because it all sounds backwards yeah. um you have like a real style thank you when did you first start playing and what were you listening to then I was like 11 I think probably Guns N' Roses or some shit like yeah. that yeah <laughs> Guns N' Roses comes up so much in this podcast <laughs> it's like oh, no, really? how many yeah <laughs> well it's just like such fun songs to learn how to play yeah and such iconic guitar solos. Yeah, the solos. That's like that's that's like the first thing I did when I started guitar. I didn't for like the first two years or something. I just learned solos. I didn't even know chords. I didn't even know what they were or anything about them. Really? I, I just like had all these tab books and I would learn solos. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. So I think it like I I got some of that like the hard part out of the way. Yeah. And then sure. I at least like I could play fast or whatever and then I could actually start playing good songs and learn chord progressions and stuff. <laughs> Do you remember like the first song you learned that had chords? Oh man. Um damn, that's a tough one. Probably like like We Are the Champions or something. Oh great. <laughs> oh and definitely like Under the Bridge probably was one of the first Oh yeah. <laughs> That is still still fun to play on guitar. I think I had um I played a Metallica song when I first started that was really fun to play. I like, bet. Um, uh, what's that song called? Is it Fade to Black? Yeah, or maybe that's the album. I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't know. There's like cause there's a few songs on there that were really fun to play as a kid. Yeah, it's like that's is that like fun. Enter Sandman? Yeah, I don't think it was Enter Sandman. There was like one that was like quite an easy chord progression. But all I can think of is is the under the bridge chord progression right now. <laughs> I got really distracted. <laughs> got really distracted. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have like a sound check song that you play? Um Do you? 
Uh, I think I quite often play. Um, if I'm if I'm sound checking keyboards, I quite often play um, "Salt Water Wells in My Eyes" by Julian Lennon. Whoa, I don't even know that song. I'll send it to you. It was like his big hit. I can't believe I don't know it. Yeah, I'm going to email it to you. It's important information. Very important. (laughs) I I usually just go through all my, like, you know, my Billy Joel hits, Elton John. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, I don't know. I guess probably some queen shit. It's usually, like, Bohemian Rhapsody or something. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever played with a coin? I've tried it. It feels awkward. Is it hard? I imagine it would be weird. It feels slippery. Yeah. I couldn't get into it. I tried to. How does he do it? Why does he do it? I don't get it. I don't know. It gets that crazy tone, though. I feel like if it was good, more people would do it. Yeah. It's really weird, that guy. He, like, built he built that guitar himself and played really? with a coin. Yeah, him and his dad built it when he was, like, a kid. <gasps> and That's crazy. Yeah, and he played with a that's so weird <laughs> great songs though great riffs yeah amazing so did you so does that mean you never got guitar lessons no i did solos i oh, did. did yeah i took i totally geeked out on guitar i took like eight years or something i took six years and then when i went to college i took um i was in like a classical guitar quartet oh wow i didn't know that yeah it was really fun we did like bach and stuff like it was amazing wow so you have all that music theory too. Yeah, I feel like I learned so much doing that. All the like counterpoint and stuff, which definitely like what made its way into some Rattatat stuff. Oh, and I took like a semester of jazz guitar, but I I didn't like it. <laughs> Why not? I don't really like jazz that much. Yeah, I'm not a huge jazz person either. I think it's gross. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I um I think I remember talking to you guys because w- the first time I ever heard Ratatat, I felt like it was like you were making the music that I heard in my head or something like the the music that my brain makes um without Whoa. without even knowing that that's what was happening and I when I saw you guys play I was like oh my god it's like they heard it's me. like m- my brain <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I remember asking you and Evan um, when the first time we toured together if I feel like you do a lot of like classical, you know, fourths and fifths or whatever and like a a lot of those harmonies. And you were like, yeah, that's it. That's just that's all we do is like thirds, fourths and fifths. (laughs) That's the song. (laughs) Pretty, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, those melodies are all pretty simple. It's just like stacks of harmonies. So lovely though. They're the best harmonies. I love it. It's that's been like a challenge in Kunzai is like I'm always so tempted to just go for that sound, but it's now it's yeah. like it's such a rat-a-tat sound for me. Well yeah, but I guess it's like you've been doing that for so long, it would be hard to get out of that. It is. It's hard to avoid it, but I don't know. I just still like how it sounds, so yeah. I want to do it. I just like it. Well, there's definitely a little bit of that on the new record too. I yeah. think it is like you, it's still your style. You know, you can't get away from your own style. Yeah, definitely. I just remembered, I always try and tell like my first memory of the of the person that I'm talking to. And one of my <laughs> first memories of you <laughs> was, oh, shit. no, it's a really funny one, um, <laughs> was when we like our first show together you needed someone to to work your smoke machine (laughs) and you were like do you mind doing this and we didn't really know each other that well then and and you like drew a little graph like in this song um there's like a little bit of smoke and then at the end you were like the most amount of smoke like oh yeah went up in like a graph that sounds familiar and so (laughs) i took that really i took that really literally because i'm such a german person and I was like, I just fucking cranked the smoke at the end of that song. Yeah, I, think I almost like fainted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when you came upstairs, you were like, too much, too much smoke. There was like no oxygen left in the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, but that's what the graph said. The most amount of smoke. You were like, yeah, too much. 
<laughs> I bet it looked pretty great, though. It did. You couldn't see anything. The whole venue was just smoke. I think Paul <laughs> Paul was doing our smoke machine a lot as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he probably didn't take it as literally as, as I did. I'm trying to remember the exact first time. I feel like, did I meet, I must have met you and Mirko together. Yeah, I think that my our, our band together, um, yeah. Sekiden, that broke up a long time ago, we played with you guys. Love that band. I remember you guys saying it was really funny because I think Mirko was doing your sound. And, he was, And yeah. he was like a really polite, sort of, um, you know, quiet guy and then when he got on stage you you guys were you and evan were like what the fuck like he just turned into this crazy he was so so reserved and nice and like (laughs) humble and quiet yeah and then he was like total john bonham that was amazing it was it was so amazing so can we go back to like how so you met evan at uni uh yeah. Did you start making music together straight away or was it like a friendship first? We were kind of I didn't really know. Him. We were like acquaintances more like. Yeah. Didn't have like the same group of friends. But we hung out like a few times at parties and stuff. We didn't start working together till he he like he went away to his I think Portland for a while. And I was in New York City, and then we just bumped into each other like on a train in New York. Then that was like when we started recording stuff together, and that's kind of like how we became friends through like working together, basically. Do you remember your first impression of Evan? Yeah, he was like mute. <laughs> I think he's. It was. It was like a Halloween party at school. I remember him not really speaking, and at one point, I'm pretty sure he was just flipping me off. Totally giving me the finger. I was like, weird. I'm, I think that might be the f- yeah. I think that's the first time I met. Him. You were like, I like this guy. That's he's gonna be my friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I always thought he is so quiet. Then every now and again, he's so funny. Hilarious. Like he comes out with little gems. Yeah. Yeah, he's really funny. You just have to like, I don't know, give him a, a beer or two or something. Yeah, you gotta break through. I've been working on it for like 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> how's, it, how's it different working with Augustine? It's so different. I mean, it's, it's, it was just such a different thing. Like there was no pressure whatsoever. Like I, the first half of the record got made. I wasn't even thinking about releasing it or that we were even in a band it wasn't, you know, we were just like, so there was just no pressure at all. And he's, I don't want to say anything bad about Evan, but he's a little more laid back. Yeah. <laughs> so it was much easier for me. Well, I guess if you've been in a band and you've had a certain amount of success, I think it's, um, you know, it's harder to relax. You sort of need to keep the machine going. Exactly. So there's always this like build up of pressure, like, what if we can't do it again? Kind yeah. of feeling. <laughs> what if yeah. I forgot how to do this? I have that like yeah. every time I sit down to try a new song, like, I don't think I know what I'm doing right now. I find that so interesting. I think everyone I talk to has that feeling, like that severe insecurity whenever you sit down and then you're like, oh, no, that's right. I've, this is fun. Totally. You have to just start. That's, that's, yeah. Usually I'll st- I'll just start a song and it'll suck for like a few hours. And then yeah. finally I'm like, oh, that part sounds cool. And then I go back and fix the rest. It's amazing though. You have to stay there for the two hours. Otherwise you think you suck. You have to just keep going. Exactly. I find that funny too when, when you have like your first band practice in ages and you just sound like a complete like high school musical band. <laughs> you just all sound just shit. So rusty. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, no. We're not like classical musicians and not it's not like we sit home and practice every day. That's like, right. I, I'll go weeks without playing anything. Did you feel like with Ratatap you guys were just touring nonstop for like ten years or something? So much. Yeah. Do you feel like you want to tour this project? Yeah, definitely. 
But I mean, you'll notice we're not on tour and we probably, yeah. sh- probably <laughs> should be promoting it. But um, yeah. neither one of us, I think Augustine's a little more excited just because it's been super long time, like at least, I don't even know, 15 years or something, 10 years since he's toured at all. Yeah. So he's going to have to convince me. <laughs> <laughs> You're living a sweet life up in, a, <laughs> yeah, I'm in, like, in the country. I'm kind of taking a break from touring. But we're, I think it'll be really fun because it, it'll be different. Yeah. We'll have, you know, I want to get a drummer and a keyboard player and singers and I want to do like a proper full band. Yeah, that'd be and great. hopefully still have some kind of like simple visual stuff going on. But I, I, I don't know. I need a break from all the like pre kind of pre-programmed stuff. Did you have a conversation with Evan where that was what you guys were going to do? It was always just going to be the two of you to backing track? We, there, there was a few tours where we brought on a couple different like keyboard players. Oh yeah, I, I was on one of those. Yeah. Where you had you had Martin, Martin. Is that his name? Yeah. yeah, with the big afro. Yeah, he was really fun to watch too. Oh, he's amazing. I, I'm yeah. still friends with him. Um, yeah, he's a good musician too. But I don't know. It it was just like simpler or something. Yeah. I think the whole time we were both a little self conscious about it, but you know, Evan busted his ass and like putting all these videos together and. Yeah. So I feel like that kind of made up for a lot of it. It wasn't like a normal band, really. No, you had like hologram screens and like lasers and stuff. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's like I'll go on tour just to see the lasers. Yeah, the lasers were great. I love the lasers. <laughs> but I feel like that would be quite a severe overhead on on your tour, wouldn't it? Oh, it'll probably be like 10 years before Kunzai can get lasers. Do you feel like, because um, Ratatat obviously started in New York um, yeah. and you were you were part of like a pretty amazing music scene there. You were like collaborating with people like Kid Cudi and I'm sure you guys did heaps of cool collaborations and production with people. Um, do you think yeah. that's like because of where you were or because like... Not really. That's that was sort of like a myth, I think, about New York City. There were so many. I mean, we knew like Interpol. We knew those guys, and they took us on our first. They took us on our first tour ever, and but as far as like, there was a scene, but we weren't necessarily in it. Okay. <laughs> like, I didn't really know a lot of those bands. Yeah, right. That's it. Is a myth then? Because I always felt like on oh, New York, there's just like one big community. I mean, that sounds great. I always wanted it to be like, I wanted to be hanging out with those other bands. There was like, yeah. the, there was like the Strokes and, you know, it would have been so, super fun, but yeah. it, it wasn't really <laughs> like that. We met more of the bands just from tour, like, you know, who, whoever we were opening for or someone was opening for us. Like, that's, that's kind of the scene we ended up in. Yeah. So it doesn't feel that different up here. I mean... Or I don't care. I don't need that right now. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm psyched to not be around a music scene. Actually, it's crazy. I live like pretty high up in the mountains. And it's like three hours north of New York City. There's so many musicians up here. Really? Yeah, it's really fun. That's cool. Have you started like projects? Nothing serious. More just like jams. Because... Everybody up here has like a house. So like you'll go to a friend's house and they'll have full drum set and keyboards. And so you can just like awesome. jam at everybody's house. It's so fun. That is fun. I mean, I don't know about Kauai and with Augustine. I think there's definitely a lot of music there, but I don't know if he really feels like part of a scene or anything. Did you have a conversation about like your image and all of that when when <laughs> you were starting because I feel like I'm seeing lots of images of like obviously crystals and you've put out hilarious press releases <laughs> Do you, did you have a conversation about that or did it just happen organically I think it just happened I don't know I I think naturally neither one of us wanted to have like normal band photos yeah um but no, I think we just we're just winging it. 
like every single part of this band. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I think that's more fun than like going, okay, we're going to talk about, you know. Uh, what we're what kind about... of clothes are we going to wear? Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you ever have that in like a band you played with? Um, I know that when I was playing in Regurgitator, there was a lot of like stage costumes. Um, but definitely not like image as in like what what are we going to wear in photo shoots and what are we going to project to the outside world I've, I've never done that yeah it feels a little weird I don't know I think stage costumes would be sweet though I just I, I always felt too self-conscious or something to do that yeah I think you have to be in a group of people that all agree to be silly together to otherwise it. it doesn't doesn't work there's something to it, though, having a costume. It's like you can get out of your self. Definitely. And just, yeah. like, pretend that you're someone else or something. You know, I feel like I would I would sing louder and play crazier and just forget that it was me doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, hey, speaking of singing, so you're singing on this new project. Yeah. Which you hadn't done before in Ratatat. Mm-mm. How does that feel? Well, it was all just done like in my little studio at home in front of no one. So yeah. it, it felt really nice. It was fun. I, ca- I still <laughs> cannot imagine doing it in front of a crowd. You're going to have to, man. I, I'm going to have to pony up. I don't know. <laughs> You'll be fine. Just get a stage costume together yeah. and you just need to like get in the zone. I'm I I need like a full like a predator outfit, like a full <laughs> costume. Like a face and everything. You need to like wear it like a balaclava or mm-hmm. like a a mask. That's a great idea. Is there a female voice on your record as well or is it all just you guys? It sounds like there's some some high voices. There's a few. One is some girl that I never met. Hmm. She sings on the last song. She was having some crazy, like, psychedelic trip or something (laughs) and came back to Justin's house. Uh, Maybe she was staying there. I I have no idea. And so I think she was really high. Right. She sang on the last song. I wonder if she remembers doing that. I've never met that person. Cool. (laughs) It's cool that there's a lot of, like... um... There's a lot of high-level production on it and it's a lot different to Ratatat stuff because you've got like, um, you know, h- like highly processed vocals and t- those tight backing vocals. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, and Justin's daughter, Naya, is all over Oh, there. cool. How old is she? She's like seven. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. And my wife, Andrea, sings on the first song, Vapors, too. Yeah, right. The chorus. So, uh, yeah. Lots of females. That's awesome. And I, hilarious that because I've never like sang in Ratatai or anything, a lot of the falsetto stuff is actually me. Really? I, I really like singing falsetto. <laughs> I love that. Good. <laughs> it's somehow it's like easier for me to sing on key that way. Yeah, right. Like in the back of your throat. Something, yeah, I, I have no, I feel like I have to take singing lessons before <laughs> tour. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I think that's the best way to do it. Just let it come out and see what happens. Just fuck it. Yeah, yeah. fuck it. <laughs> um, I was going to talk to you about, I, I think we have this one thing, very particular thing in common where when we start recording, we find ourselves layering and layering and almost having to make a decision to stop playing because you know there's so many so many synthesizers or so many guitar tracks you really need to cut yeah. back have you been finding that is is a problem in this project as well always really i never know when to stop yeah i never know when to stop i'm like i'm not happy unless there's like 20 synths playing yeah i feel like it would be like the most badass though to make a really crazy song with like two instruments or something Oh yeah, so difficult but though. I am. You need like perfect melodies, and I, it's almost impossible. You need to be like classical genius or something. Definitely. I was um I was listening. I was just thinking about that because I was listening to your record in the car the other day, and then 
um, I, when the record finished, I switched it over to AM radio and I heard two songs back to back. I heard um, Every Breath You Take <laughs> and I heard um, Say You, Say Me by Lionel Richie. And I was like, man, these songs have no instruments in them. Like they have like two things or three things. Right. How, so, yeah, how do so you simple. do that? <laughs> I don't know how to do that. I know. I kind of don't either. I feel like that only happens with me if I just get lucky. Yeah. <laughs> so hard. It's really hard. And on a side note, have you? when was the last time you listened to Say You, Say Me? Because that has the craziest middle eight I've ever heard. I, it came out of nowhere. It's definitely been a while. It's like a completely different song. It like comes out of nowhere and it's like really funky and... Um, it's just like what the fuck and then it goes into like back into the say you say me bit maybe I'll put it at the end of this podcast so everyone can hear what I'm talking about <laughs> it's just so weird I think everyone needs to listen to it <laughs> is it like is it bad or it's bad the best part of the well song? it's, it's bad. bad because it's so like <laughs> jarring <laughs> I kind of like have respect for that though yeah, I think I I think it makes it when the song comes back in, you feel like did that just happen? I don't know. I don't understand what just happened. Right. It, that's a good trick because then when it comes back, you're like, oh, this part is so amazing. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think about things like that when you're writing a song? Sometimes, yeah. Like I just need something really jarring so that this bit is sounds sweet. Definitely, it's kind. It's like. Well, it's reassuring if, if I'm working on a part that is not sounding good. I'm like, well, maybe that's okay. Do you, I find it hard to think about any of that stuff when I'm writing. I sort of, I think it all just comes out and then you have to think about it after. After, like when you're recording it, then you have to think about it. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's kind of, I feel like it's good to just not edit too much at the beginning. Just like go crazy. Yeah. And then you can figure out what's actually happening later i usually will work for like i like to i i used to hate this but um maybe i'm just getting older i like to get up early and like have coffee and work for a few hours yeah and then take a break i'll like usually i'll bounce something down and just like go for a drive you know like not not hear a song for like an hour yeah and then just blast it in the car and I feel like I always get good ideas in the car. That's good. It's a good way to do it. Yeah, you know, it's like get out of, like, just get in a different environment. Yeah, and I think you can also get that um, hearing fatigue if you hear something oh, yeah. too much or if you hear, um, if you have too much noise in your head, you sort of need to take a little break. When you make music in your studio, you have, like, a home studio, right? Yeah. Are you loud? Mm, it depends what I'm doing. Sometimes I work on headphones um, mm -hmm. and then I'm not that loud. And then sometimes if I'm like, if I'm trying to play something that requires energy, <laughs> then I'll turn it up. Yeah. Then it's better to turn it up. Yeah. What about you? Do you work loudly? Oh my God. So loud. Really? <laughs> I think, I don't know, I think all those years of touring, I'm totally deaf. Yeah. So I can't turn it loud enough. <laughs> so, Are all your tracks uh, just peaking? Always, yeah. Kind of, yeah. It's more fun that way. Yeah. But, so do you, what if like Simon's home? Then I'll, I'll most likely work on headphones. Headphones? Yeah. Will you like... Are you comfortable to, like, sing and record stuff? Yeah, I th I'm okay with it because I know that I think, yeah, I, it used to be different because we lived in an apartment and I used to get a bit self-conscious about singing in there because I was worried the, the neighbours. neighbours would hear. Yeah. But now we live in a house and it's not as um, close. So that's so much better. Yeah. No, I had the same kind of thing in Brooklyn, though, like, even because I lived in Brooklyn for, like, 12 years or something. There was a few neighborhoods that just didn't give a fuck. You could make so much noise. But I had a couple neighbors that 
were just hated me. Oh, no. So <laughs> just, they would start knocking on the walls at like three in the afternoon. Really? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I had the same kind. I was like self conscious. Yeah. Yeah. Now in a house, it's so much sweeter. It makes so much noise. I actually had the, when I, I got this grant to go to New York um, a few years ago, and the place I was staying in had a piano. I had this romantic notion of like, I'll get up in the morning and play some piano and record what I'm doing. And then I was so self-conscious about the neighbors oh, no. that I, I just never really did it because I thought you, you didn't do it. Yeah. You can't put headphones on a piano. Piano's pretty loud. Piano's pretty loud. I, I have a question. What have you been doing regurgitator touring or what have you been doing music? Um, so regurgitator have been I don't do too much touring with them anymore I just do occasional shows when they need me and um Mm -hmm. I but Kwan and I are recording a rap album no way (laughs) is he living um, back in Australia yeah he's in Melbourne now so um but yeah it is hard because he's got two kids now so it's like we really have to work in the gaps and I like go down to Melbourne to record every now and again. Are you a rapper? Well, I'm sort of trying. <laughs> I'm trying. I would love to hear that. Also, it's, it's so funny because I'm so bad at it. I'm like the whitest person alive. But right. it's, it's so fun because it's like starting again. Like I, I feel like I've never made music before when I'm trying to rap, which is kind of cool. You know, you just like you feel completely totally. out of your element. I made a full rap album with one of my friends. Did you? Too. I mean, I'm never going to release it. I would love to hear that. I'll send you some. That would be awesome. It's, it was, it's so fun. I still like, like some, when a few friends will come over, I usually make a beat yeah. and just set a microphone up because put like the auto tune on or something. <laughs> yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. What did you, did you find it hard to find things to rap about? Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm like, oh, nothing has ever happened. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I have no, I'm like, I have no stories. Like I, my mind just goes blank. So I, I don't rap about anything like personal yeah. ever. It's just like complete nonsense. Yeah, same. I, I actually love, I love that though. Yeah. Mine's complete bullshit, but it's, it's really funny. And also because, um, I never, in my own music, I never swear or anything. And so in the rap, like, I, we just swear our heads off. And the mo- the best thing about it is, like, every rhyme I write is, like, I just try and make Quan laugh. Yeah, totally. That sounds so fun. Yeah, it's really That's, like, exactly how the rap thing I was doing, we were just trying to make each other laugh. Yeah, and, that's, and then it becomes, but then that's I awesome. sometimes worry, like, if anyone else heard it, they would just think, what the fuck are they doing? talking about like what are you doing (laughs) i wouldn't get the joke are you gonna release it i think we will we probably just need to work on it for another like three years (laughs) (laughs) did you love doing like rap remixes with ratatat because i always loved listening to those compilations no i didn't you didn't like it it. that was well i didn't love it the i was only part of the first one and then i i wasn't that into it i don't know i didn't i've never been that into remixing right that was evan like loves it yeah and he was so he got way into it he basically he made the second remix cd like all by himself right yeah well you guys did loads of remixes didn't you we did you i don't know i can hardly remember (laughs) (laughs) yeah but uh, I've never loved remixing. I guess um, with those rap things, it it would have just it sounded so cool because it was obviously like you you and Evan and your style behind vocalists that was so famous and so iconic. Right. Um. It was a, such a cool mix to listen to. Totally. I I just the other day randomly found that the second remix CD in my Jeep. <laughs> I was so psyched. I listened to the whole thing. <laughs> Sounds good. I can say that because I didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find it funny when people record something and and talk about it like this is so good? You have to check it out. <laughs> I I love the confidence. 
I I would never do that. I think if I if I was like drunk or something, I'd probably be check this fucking song out. It's amazing. Yeah. But <laughs> otherwise, no way. No. Like I don't I don't think I want to talk to people that are that confident. Less is more. Less is more. more. I, I feel like if you're not so like hanging by a thread, then I have no interest in talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I I used to have some of that like cocky confidence, and I just don't feel that way anymore. I'm just like people have to like beg me to play stuff. Yeah, I think I'm the same. I think it, for me, it's probably just like deep seated insecurity all around. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Augustine's even worse. Oh, really? Like when after we made our video, um, we were in Kauai and it was pretty much done. And there was there was like a bunch of people had come over to cook dinner and stuff. And he like put it on and then left the room. So like <laughs> he just said, like I can't even be in the room. Right now. Yeah, I would do that for sure. Yeah, because then you otherwise you're reading people's faces and you're wondering what they're thinking. We were hardly in the video. Yeah, right. But yeah, still, I know you. It's mean. a good video. I wanted to leave the room. Yeah. But <laughs> thought one of us should stay. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough. It's a tough thing. It's such a um, small space between confidence and arrogance. Being a dick. Yeah. 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 I know. <laughs> totally. Just speaking of confidence, did you find it weird working with people like? Kid Cudi or did you did some work with the Neptunes as well? Not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> We've, I've been asked that before. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, I think I read it somewhere. Yeah, I think I did too. But Well, it definitely there's stuff about Evan doing something for Jay-Z. Yeah, for sure. That happened, right? Yes, that actually happened. That's crazy. Yeah, I got to go and see, like watch Jay-Z just write rhymes in his head wow and go re- record them it was pretty crazy he would just sit in the corner of the room for like half hour i don't know and then it would just be perfect that's nuts. first try yeah it's really crazy kid cuddy that was interesting there was like he had like 20 people in the studio whoa and they yeah it was i had never done i mean it was whenever evan and i recorded together and Augustine and I, basically just the two of us. Yeah. Maybe Augustine's uh, daughter running through the room and stuff, but it's so yeah. I couldn't imagine like writing lyrics and singing in front of like twenty people. That's so crazy. I would never do that. What? Who were they? I don't know. His friends and cousins and, and like, <laughs> it was just such a crew. He had such a crew there. Were you writing together? No, the song was pretty much like the music was pretty much done i did like the little solo part while yeah. the whole crew was there it's weird that's different than singing i imagine usher has like has like 50 people in the studio when he's working and then he gets everyone like free sneakers <laughs> that's, a, that's what, what i imagine <laughs> that's what i imagine too and it definitely came true weird have you have you guys worked with any other vocalists? Um, we did at some point. There was like we made a song with Omar Soliman. Do you know that guy? Oh yeah, that was crazy. I mean, I don't even. We hardly even ended up doing anything. It was more just like they recorded in our studio. That would have been cool. It was really cool. Um, I couldn't believe his voice. So loud. It was so strong (laughs) that's pretty awesome yeah talk about confidence yeah i find it awesome watching people do something that in no world would you be able to do that like even if you practiced oh yeah for your whole life (laughs) it's fun it's like that's the best playing with people who are better than you absolutely yeah it's exciting yeah Hey, um, we haven't talked about bugs yet which is what brings us together as friends right have you had any scares lately? You've got some major bugs down there. Yeah, we've got big bugs. So for, for people listening, every now and again, we'll, we'll just send each other a text out of nowhere with a picture of a bug or like a story of a bug. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I had like a cockroach in my shoe this morning. 
so so much drama. <laughs> I remember my favorite message from you ever was you were on tour and you were like, I I just opened my toiletries bag and there was a cockroach in it, so I threw the whole bag in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's, that is definitely true. I would have done that. Yeah, it's so stressful. Disgusting. You can't keep that. You can never <laughs> clean that off. Do you find it stressful touring in like into countries where you're not familiar with the kind of bugs that are? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, we were like we were playing um, maybe I don't even know five years ago or something. We were playing some festival in Vietnam. They had some huge, insane like flying cockroaches oh my gosh and and our it was like fest outdoor festival you know sometimes they have those little like tents set up yeah and there were so many just buzzing around <laughs> I, I was like i can't i don't know if i can do this job <laughs> so i have crazy um phobias yeah me too me too it's what brings us together i pulled over once i was like I was driving, luckily not on the highway. I was driving and like this little spider just came down on the web right in front of me. And like in a split second, I pulled over and jumped <laughs> out of the passenger seat door. Like, I don't know how I didn't crash. But That's, it was just a tiny one. I can't help it. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't even that big. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty terrified of spiders. And any kind of like, I can't kill bugs either. Like I, I hate them, but I can't kill them. I can't either. Yeah. I can't deal with the crunch. The like. Yeah, I hate the crunch. Ooh, no way. <laughs> think what, about it. Do you guys have lots of bugs? Seeing you live in the country. Yeah, but I swear, I, I, I've been here five years. I, I haven't seen any like, knock on wood, any terrifying spiders yet. Oh, that's good. And there's no cockroaches. That was like, cockroaches was the worst for me in Brooklyn. Because yeah. like on hot days, they just fucking crawl out the walls. It's crazy. Yeah. And there's loads in Australia huge. too. Like, they're like water bugs. Huge. Yeah. Ugh. You have, you have those. We have definitely. big ones. Yeah, we have big ones. Do they we, fly? Um, they can, yeah, they can fly. Something that I am struggling with at the moment is I ride my bike every day and I ride down this um, bike path and there's loads of spiders that are in webs above for where you ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I, so I just like zoom through there so fast because I'm so scared that one of them's going to jump on me. But I know, like, I know that they won't because they're in their webs. I've seen that exact situation in australia many times yeah they really get like they cluster up in those trees yeah and they're they cluster. fucking big too yeah they're big they're called orb weavers or something i think Ooh. um those spiders yeah. yeah so i like i get terrified like every morning when i ride through there <laughs> like, ride as fast as i can <laughs> god we're such wimps I know. I'm the same, like, even up here with mice. <laughs> oh, you have I, a lot of mice? I can't. Well, not anymore. We exterminated them, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Had to. They're just, like, taking over. I don't, well, I. that's another thing. I don't, I can't kill them. No, I, got, I don't like but, killing things at all. No. But... If they like, if there's a dead one or something, I just can't even deal with taking that. No, I can't deal with it either. No, I can't <laughs> it. Does your wife deal with it for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. You're a million times more brave. Yeah, someone has to. Hey, um, let me ask you my last question, which is a question I ask everyone, which is, um, tell me your worst or strangest show experience or just the strangest thing that's happened to you because you play music? I definitely had a show once. I think it was the first time our booking agent was going to see us in, in Chicago. And luckily it was towards the end of the show, but I, I tripped and fell back like behind all the amplifiers and everything 
fell off the stage and my head hit this like big table and and all of the lights and power and sound and everything (laughs) went silent (laughs) and completely dark (laughs) whoa what happened i just like fell i fell a lot i've definitely sprained ankles during shows and we had a show on one of our recent tours. We had those hologram screens. Oh, yeah. Amazing. And I was, like, climbing up onto the monitor, like, trying, thinking I was having this huge badass moment. And it was, like, the first song or something. And totally fell. And I was trying to not, like, knock over this whole huge hologram screen. It would have, like, yeah. killed someone. <laughs> they were so happy. <laughs> so I completely, like, twisted my ankle. Oh, no. Limping around the rest of the show. Shit. I had one, there was one night we we packed up, we were in England and we packed up our truck and the driver, he didn't know I was on the back of the truck still and just totally ripped down the road, <gasps> speeding down the road. And they had, luck, thank God, they the dudes had walkie talkies because I was like holding on for my life. <laughs> Flying around these corners. Jesus. Fi- yeah, That's we went, terrifying. It was kind of crazy. We went a few blocks and finally, like, they figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. Thank you so much for making the time. I know it's um it's been an arduous process in uh. your, like, renovating your house and, you know, <laughs> you're all over the world traveling. Yeah. No, it was so fun. Oh, it's, it's yeah, it's really nice to talk to you. Me and hopefully too. you'll um hopefully you'll do some shows here. Yeah, we definitely will. I think probably like by if not the end of this year, definitely next year. We're planning on we have like I think three or four song like a little EP that's gonna come out hopefully this summer. Oh, great. And it's awesome. gonna Yeah, more more like they're all kinda like party songs fun dancey songs so then after that then we're gonna try and get like a band together awesome well if you need anyone to work your smoke machine in (laughs) i'm here (laughs) (laughs) all right thanks mike thank you That's the way it should be